Richmond Kickers Weekly. My name is Daryl Grove, and I'm joined by a man who didn't see any goals <laughs> in FC Tucson. Nil, Richmond Kickers nil. His name is Taylor Rockwell. Hello. Hello. I didn't, but your introduction was almost as electrifying as some of the performances on Saturday evening. Yeah, it was not the greatest game of soccer. No. Unfortunately, it's it, was no, not. it wasn't. A, it wasn't an advert for the sport. It was not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, unless you're trying to prove to people that red cards do happen. Yeah. There were three. So, yeah, in terms of incidents to mm-hmm. discuss, I guess we should discuss the red cards. And then maybe we should talk about what we want to see from the kickers in the final three games of the season. Mm, because there ma- are, there's one away game left, then two games at home. And as you pointed out to me just before we started recording, they do now have the E next to their name in the standings, yep. correct? E stands for eliminated from... Extra good. From playoff. It yeah. does not stand for it extra doesn't? good. No. Right. So, yeah, last week we said it's mathematically <laughs> possible <laughs> yeah. for the kickers to make the playoffs, but very unlikely. It's now official. Tucson, Kickers, Toronto 2, and Orlando City B all have the lowercase e next to their name. All right. Yeah. So now... Cap- I, I prefer it. I prefer knowing that it's not possible. Yeah. Because there's always like that that weird little glimmer of hope was taunting me. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> and now we can categorically say this season did not go as expected. Yeah. But we were expected to make the playoffs. We did. Uh, yeah. At, at a minimum, I would <laughs> say. So uh, I think we are going to do some end of season conversations as we get closer to the end of the season. Yeah. We're going to have our friends from River City 93 on. Crossover. Yeah. It's going to be a crossover extravaganza. A crossover extravaganza. But before we do that, we should talk about the nil-nil draw at Tucson this yeah. past weekend. All right. So let's talk about those red cards. Sure. So what, the 84th mm-hmm. minute, Connor Shinoski was sent off. Yep. 87th minute, Wahaba Kwai sent off. Yes. That's two of our centre-backs. Maybe we'll talk later about how that impacts the, sure. uh, <laughs> the game against Chattanooga mm-hmm. on Saturday night. I guess we just go no centre-backs? Yeah, why not? Just, just go all attackers. Ivan Magales versus the world. And two goalkeepers. <laughs> what could go wrong? Shinovsky's uh, yes. red card. Shinovsky's red card is sort of like, it's not, I wouldn't say it's his fault necessarily, but it is Fair. sort of what happens when you play Conor Shinovsky as your deepest centre-back and you're looking to him to make a big defensive play using his pace. Okay. And in this case, it's essentially, I think it's a ball from a quiet played into Boateng. Yeah. Uh, there's a turnover there. But now because Tucson, I think, are kind of stepping forward trying to get a result, because they themselves at this point are down a man. Yep. So it seems like maybe this is an opportunity. We've kind of caught the kickers on a break, yeah. and it's three attackers kind of stream forward and mass. It doesn't really matter, though, because uh, the forward who has the ball, whose How? name I've forgotten, thank you. Yeah. Who has a burst of pace. He does. He bursts between, what, Akwai and mm-hmm. Troya. Yeah. I wonder if there was a diffusion of responsibility there, like no one quite knew I'm gonna say, which one was going to tackle him, so he just burst between the two of them. Yeah, I'm going to say like it's they like, were open doors. Yeah, it, well, I think it's like 40% that. I think that's a yeah. good point, but I think it's also... Like Star Trek that, doors. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the, except they were like jammed halfway through and yeah, yeah then you could just get right through them <laughs> Star Trek doors after an attack on the Enterprise <laughs> yes a very very shaky attack on yeah. the Enterprise that never seems to cause that much damage until it does <laughs> anyway uh, I also think it's the case that because it comes from a turnover the kickers have the, the three center backs the, when they do the like when they're in possession the three center backs or the two wide ones spread wide yeah, yeah. and so I think if you're going to turn the ball over there, there's, there. A, there's a big gap to be exploited and so then I think if you've got kind of defenders trying to make transitions like breaking up a counterattack play, then it's kind of always going to be difficult, especially if that player does have that burst of pace, which yeah. he does. And then it's basically Shinovsky trying to slide across to make that last-ditch tackle. Goes for the ball. Difficult to see from the replay if he gets any of the ball, but he definitely gets the man, and it's yeah. outside of the box, so it's a red card. And it's denial of a goal-scoring opportunity yeah. because 
had he gone past Shinovsky, mm-hmm. he's in on a Kira Fitzgerald, yes. right? Yes. Yeah. The commentator was making the argument that maybe he wasn't the last man, but that yeah. doesn't really matter here because even if there's somebody like equal to them, they're still they're five yards or ten me, yards yeah, away. They're no. not getting to how before he shoots at Fitzgerald, right? They're not. Yeah. It is a weird thing that if that foul occurs two yards further forward, then it's in the box, and then it's a yellow card and a penalty as opposed to a red card, right. but them's the rules. Them, so Connor Shinovsky sent off. Off Shinovsky goes. For the second time this season, I think. I might be wrong on that one. but I'm not willing to back you on that because okay. I don't know. That's fair. <laughs> uh, I, in fact, I am now very sure. He definitely was sent <laughs> off way earlier in the season, right. uh, but he wasn't the only one sent yeah. off in this game oh, for the did, kickers. He did just quickly flash his abs he on, did. on the way out. Got to say, the man's in good shape. Yeah, he wants everyone toned, to know. Very toned. Even, even if he's getting red cards, he's yeah. still quite toned. Yes. Toner Shinovsky. That's what I call it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's not the only one. Then we get Akwai with his second yellow also sent off. Yeah. A little confusion here. Our best guess is that uh, there was some dispute about a throw-in. I yeah. think Akwai thought it should have been a kicker's throw. The referee awards it to FC Tucson, so we're assuming then that there's some dissent from Akwai. Yeah, he must that, have yeah. argued for the throw-in in a way that the referee didn't like. Yeah. I'm going to assume some yeah. expletives were in there, so when the camera kind uh, of pans back over, the, the yellow card is already being brought out and issued. Second, second yellow, yellow, red card. Red card. Mm-hmm. So then the kicker have no centre-backs. Nope. It finishes 0-0. Mm-hmm. Finishes 9v10. <laughs> finishes 9v10. Yeah, kickers had the one-man advantage mm-hmm. for, what? 10 minutes thereabouts. Nine minutes? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we do have the game um, against Chattanooga away Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Kickers have been playing a back three of Shinovsky, Akwai, Magales, and not really having much of a backup, mm-hmm. right? Because uh, Bukakato went back to Columbus after the U20 World Cup with yep. an injury. Um we can't play a back three against Chattanooga, can we? I mean, they could. It would be very risky. Um, There's but no other centre-backs on the roster. No, so it would require you playing something like maybe Magales with like Troyer and Maxi Rodriguez as your two centre-backs, potentially. Oof. The kickers did Troyer sign. Troyer I could see playing in the back. Yeah. Maxi Rodriguez, I'm not so confident. My guess, my guess would be that it is going to be Troyer and uh, Magales as your two centre-backs in a back four. The so kickers... we'll, have to to a, we'll have to switch to a back four forced by the lack of centre-backs. Yeah, I would guess yeah. so. They did sign Zach Perez earlier in September. Yes. Uh, but we don't necessarily know what position he exactly plays but his college profile had him listed as back which is yeah, not yeah. very helpful but they also listed his height as 5'8 and his weight as 150 yeah. that to me says full back and the, the quote from David Bulo, head coach David Bulo, when they signed Zach Perez was he'll give us cover at left back Okay, so, so I'm going to assume maybe we could add a push play him left centre back mm-hmm. and then you've got a back three of Magales, Troyer and Perez it's but, possible but more likely we go with two centre backs that right? seems more likely yeah. yes yeah and then probably like a 4-2-3-1 you have Maxi Rodriguez and somebody else maybe sitting maybe Josh Hughes gets to go back central which is I think what yeah. he prefers yeah he probably hasn't been loving playing left wing back I, I'm guessing not no <laughs> no yeah brought in to be a central midfielder and then trying to transition into playing left wing back yeah. uh, as a veteran is how I'll put that uh-huh. is probably not what he was signed up for right okay so should we talk about what we want to see Mm-hmm. Away to Chattanooga and then at home to Toronto FC 2 and Orlando City B. Yeah. Final three games. We're not making the playoffs. Here's my pitch. Hashtag play the kids. Okay. Or at least play some of the players who haven't seen much game time mm-hmm. this year. Guys like Nick Retzlaff or Justin Grove or Luke Pavan. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because I think we, we've got to think about who re-signs next year. Mm-hmm. And these are guys that haven't seen many minutes at all for the kickers. Mm-hmm. So why not give them a good little run out? Because here's my take. These are guys that would sign for not as much money as some other guys. So it's worth giving a few people a chance to see, oh, could we make you part of the roster for not too much money? Mm -hmm. And please impress us in these next three games. 
it, it's tough. I don't I don't disagree, but I also find it hard to like really emphatically agree. And yeah. and to be honest about it, it's because I'm it's difficult to be really emphatic about a lot of things with the Richmond Kickers right yeah. now because we, we're not sure if Bula will be back next season. We're not sure if they're going to try to change things if he is back. We're not sure which of these players will call, will come back or who will want to come back. And yeah. so it's it's like I take your point, and I think with another team, if we're talking about maybe like even a uh, major league soccer team, that then it's sort of like we know there's going to be kind of some of the players are consistent. You've got long term contracts so we can sort of swap people in and out and see what maybe works and here yeah. it's a little harder for me to embrace that idea just because like yeah we could play some kids but we don't know if those kids will even be back next season yeah. that makes it a little bit harder for me to get excited okay here's another way of phrasing it mm-hmm. um, so we do uh, know that some of the, the sort of better rewarded players are the more experienced players mm-hmm. Jackson striker and Chin the striker as I understand it they're paid a decent amount they haven't really produced the goods in terms of tons and tons of goals mm-hmm. this season, right? I wouldn't mind seeing, say, Boateng get a start, like a consistent run of three starts um, yeah. in the final three games. You know, just basically a younger striker who maybe could be with the kickers in the future. Who, and I think, I think the other adjective I would throw in there, I'm at least hoping is the case, is like hungry. Like a striker who yeah, wants yeah. to come in and show, like, like has that chip on their shoulder of, if you'd played me all season, maybe we wouldn't be in this position yeah, and yeah. I'm going to prove it to you now. So I do like that idea. I like yeah. the, player of seeing some play, uh, the idea of seeing players who have fight, not the fight that's going to end in more red cards and yellow <laughs> cards, but just the idea of people who are still going to be as hungry for a result and to score goals and to have yeah. a good performance as the people who are going to c- continue to watch these games. The Red Army fans yeah. are going to have a viewing party. There are people going to turn up to watch this team perform on the road. Yeah, people will turn, even though yeah. it's been a bad season, there'll still be a decent crowd mm-hmm. for the final two games because yeah. people in Richmond just turn up to watch soccer. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, yeah. And, and I think if you reward them with some level of excitement, some reason to be excited both about that game but maybe about the future long term, yeah. then I think you're like that is a positive thing, certainly, in yeah. what has been a fairly negative season. And even like if you want to go really extreme play the kids, like Key White, um, and is it uh, Sam Moore, who they got through the, uh, the kickers through the mm-hmm. academy, uh, Richmond United through the okay. academy, like maybe just get those guys out there. Part, part did you research me, this? How did you pull those names up? I, I've been watching the kickers all year. Do you have the roster in front of you? I actually, look, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll share my computer with you, look. Uh-huh. It, it's one of those tabs. Show, and I show me the tabs. <laughs> okay, I haven't looked at it in the last 30 minutes, <laughs> but I'm not looking at it right now. I saw some frantic clicking before you showed me your screen. <laughs> I did not. I did. But also, so this is mm-hmm. a very uh, selfish thing. Just for my personal like, You want them to play you? But yeah, yeah, get Grove out there. You are a center yeah. back. There we go. Um, just for my personal sort of interest, I would like to just see something fresh yeah. in the final few games. Mm-hmm. Honestly, instead of seeing a thing that we've seen a lot this season that hasn't really worked... Mm-hmm. Just something different, different faces, maybe even a different style. What if we went out and pressed for the final three games? What if we became a pressing team and just hunted the ball down for the final three games? Take that high energy um, in, into the, uh, the the close of the season. I'm really not trying to be Debbie Downer here. It just seems to be happening or, happening organically. But it is also the case that you can't just like turn on a switch and it's like, okay, now everyone knows how to press. Let's all go do it. Oh, yeah, I, mean, I can't imagine it would be super coordinated <laughs> yeah, because we haven't been working on Mm-mm. it. But I mean, again, why not, right? We're mm-hmm. not getting relegated. Um, here's the thing, though, is like <laughs> when you haven't been in office lately, Daryl, what I have been doing is really advancing my pro- my uh, cloning technology. Oh, yeah. And I've been working on just 11 Joe Gallardos. We put 11 Gallardos out there. That could work. We see what happens. Yeah. I mean, yeah. We might have some trouble in goal. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I feel like he could probably pull it off. Yeah. If, if there's one player on the team who I would play in every position, it's probably yeah. Gallardo. Is it a one-two if you do it with yourself? I think so. Yeah. yeah. All you right, you get all the credits and all the statistics. 11 yeah. Joey G's. It's a yeah. word hard to say when you Let's say it fast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> anything, um, anything that you would like to see um, in these final three games or in 2020? We could also talk 2020. Um, I, I think. What's like, your 2020 vision? 
hopefully better than this. Uh, I would say like it's it's a strange one, but off the field, like some things that like reward the fans. Like I know there's the final game of the season is like fan appreciation day or yeah, whatever. It's like an extended happy hour. Like basically. I would like it to be some different things than like food trucks, the beer truck, the wine truck. Like I, I guess I want. I would like to see a thing that like sends people away from that last game in a disappointing season with reason to be like, but like it's fun going to the games. I enjoy the experience. I really don't know what that could be if it's like a free kickers frisbee or something. I hope yeah. it's not that. <laughs> but like just anything that sort of makes that match day experience a little bit more exciting because I think with how uh, dull, kids that could do it that me. could do it yeah but I like guess my, my tastes differ to everybody else a little bit yeah. I, I doubt there's like a four-year-old out there who's yeah. like yes play those kids yeah. play me let's four make year it olds like free pizza yes it's just like it's it can be at times kickers games can be really really fun when there's a good game and when there's a good crowd and it's a nice night it will it's we're getting into actual fall we've had fake fall in richmond now we're having actual yeah, fall yeah. like it would be nice to have a a like really good atmosphere the crowd is up for it sort of game and i think that requires some, cha- some changes on the field maybe the kids are pressing that's one thing but maybe i really don't know what it meant snow cone machines everywhere give everybody snow cones why not something <laughs> just to get sort of the crowd feeling a bit more positive yeah. about where the th- where things are and where things are going okay so we need some ideas yeah we need some ideas we do um let's talk 2020 briefly usl league one is going to expand mm-hmm. right as i understand it these are none of this is official official but i know that there are going to be Three more teams in the West. It's rumoured that Portland Timbers 2, LA Galaxy 2 will drop down Mm -hmm. from the championship to League 1. There'll be maybe one new team that's backed by AS Roma in the West. And also a New England Revolution uh, MLS 2 type team Mm -hmm. will join the Eastern Conference. That's four more teams, so a 14-team league. But right. but similar to how the uh, the revolution plays outside of Boston, I hear the uh, New England Revolution League One team will play in Cleveland. It's a weird <laughs> it's a weird thing they're going to go with. <laughs> so what what do we think of the kickers playing in a fourteen team division? Does it give us like more more teams that we could beat or more teams we could lose to? Yes. <laughs> um, what what I would say is like it makes me excited because we had those weird runs where we played Lansing like three games in the first five games and yeah. then we haven't played them since. And it's weird to have a team in the division that we played so many times in the beginning that I, I really – I've only thought about Lansing Ignite because of Capital Combustion Podcast. We yeah, now yeah, follow yeah. them on Twitter and interact with them occasionally. Like that's really it. And so more teams, if you can get it up to a number where you're basically playing everybody home and away once, yeah. then it's sort of – you can spread that out. You can have one in the beginning of the season, one at the end, and you sort of keep that familiarity. It's just a more traditional schedule. Yeah. Right? Instead of like loads and loads of games against the same old, same old teams. Exactly. Like home and away against everybody in the division. Yeah. I mean we're going to play, what, uh, 28 games. Mm-hmm in a 10-team league in 2019. So in 2020, in a 14-team league, that Mm -hmm. would be, if it was just home and away, 26 26 games. Mm -hmm. That could work. That could work, yeah. Yeah. And then you kind of... Maybe you got a weekend off here and there, and then you yeah. can kind of stretch it out a little bit. You can still make it 28 weeks if you want to kind of yeah. keep it relatively the Could same. play some friendlies against VCU. That would work fine, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Anything else to add on the kickers as we head into this uh, closing stretch, final no. three games? I think I've said what I want to say. All right. So this Saturday, it's away to Chattanooga. And the following two Saturdays, home against Toronto FC 2, home against Orlando City B. And we'll be You're going looking, down, Purple. We'll be looking for rays of hope shining through um, in the final three games of this season. All right, so uh, it's goodbye from me, it's goodbye from Taylor, but say hello once again to the Red Army.